Yes, and our nation turns its lonely eye to Massacre Radio as we are back, baby. That's right, it's Members Only Dave with you on this, the 14th installment of Massacre Radio. Hot off the heels of the Season 2 premiere with Cool Keith, today I'm joined by none other than Jackie Dusa. That's right, Massacre Radio comes full circle. Jackie joined us on Episode 2, and she's back in the saddle for her second go-round, which will be exciting. But right now, it is time to play Who's That Grandpa? That's right, we're going to play a new game called Who's That Grandpa? And the prize is nothing. Are you ready? Now, all you have to do is listen to the clues in this clip I'm about to play and guess who this woman's grandpa is. Now, she claims it's someone from a famous and very well-known punk rockabilly band from the 1980s. I'll let you decide. And here's the clip. My grandma... Um, slept with the wrong person. She actually slept with the drummer of Alice Cooper at the time. And he was trying to make it, so he kind of like took that as a slap in the face. And they separated. Okay, so think it over or not. Either way, the big reveal will be coming up later in the program. So stay tuned for that. Hey, get excited. Get driving. I've got the spirit of the Holy Ghost running through my veins. It's Masker Radio, baby. Come on! You're listening to Masker Radio. So right now, if you can hear the sound of my voice, I'm currently testing these two microphones that I got as a gift from an old rundown radio station. These babies are nice. They are industry standard after all, from about 30 years ago. These are sure SM7s, and get this, the other one is red, but this one is blue. The other one red, but this one is blue. So the first one sounds good, but what about the second one? Let me talk in my normal radio voice to get the best results. Here, how's that sound? I feel like I'm tabbing into my inner Patrick Warburton. You know, the guy who played the tick? Not important. Hey, wouldn't you know it, this mic is red, but the first one was blue. The The first first one was red, red, but but this this one is blue. The the first one was red, but but this one is blue. Yeah. You over there, maestro. Here's a stack of ones. Hit the bass. You're listening to Massacre Radio on WKMA. Radio for your ears and heart. Hey, how about this? A Massacre Radio first. Call it a feather in the cap, if you will, as we are now joined by Jackie Dusa, who joins us for the second time in the rich, illustrious history of the Massacre Radio program. Jackie, thank you so much for your time today. How the hell are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me again. We were talking a bit before we got started, and like I had mentioned, you are, in fact, the first guest we've ever had on the show twice. Congratulations. What is that like for you? I'm thrilled. I'm honored. I cannot tell you how much joy it brings me. And I think it's a little bit fitting considering this is Massacre Radio, so I'm all about it. Thank you for having me again. I got to tell you, I feel pretty good about it. I'm very excited about it. It seems like we've really been compiling a lot of interesting guests, a variety of guests. And I, I hope it I hope it remains as interesting and people gain interest because it's a very, very cool show. <laughs> Much appreciated, Jackie. So before we get into it, do you have any favorite segments or favorite guests in the short time we have been doing Masker Radio? What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, actually, it's probably probably me appearing on the show <laughs> because I did enjoy talking with you. But the shark stuff. I love like I love biology. I love the animal kingdom, learning about ecosystems and all that stuff. So I thought it was really cool that you guys had almost like a science 
related thing going on. And if I remember correctly, it was sort of in time for Shark Week. Yeah, actually, we had recorded it the week following Shark Week, so we were a bit late on the timing, but we did make it work. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And who cares? Because Shark Week is really like Shark Month for all those people, let's be honest. Jackie Dusa is my guest. She's a freelance writer and content creator for Massacre Video. Okay, so let's get to it. The big question everyone has on their mind, how has your life changed for the better after appearing on Episode 2 of Massacre Radio? Oh, well, I can already feel my endorphins pumping and my circulatory system is working better. I think it really is like helping boost my immunity. It's just, I, I can't even really explain it. It's just a physical greatness. That's right. And hey, who needs the latest booster shot when you can just listen to Masker Radio? Am I right? Exactly. Don't bother with the shot. Just come listen to us. <laughs> so I was going to ask you what's new, but I saw on your Instagram feed that you were actually at a metal festival type thing over this past weekend that looked pretty sweet. What was that all about? Yeah, so it was the New England Heavy Metal and Hardcore Festival. It was brought back to life by this amazing dude, Scott Lee. Um, he's really connected in the metal world. He's a manager, he's a merch guy, he's a booking agent, he's done it all. And he just brought an incredible group of bands together. He also, by the way, threw it together, what I would say is insanely quickly. And it was just a wonderful turnout. Uh, the, the guys that played were all, it was, it was like a reunion of metalheads. You know, everybody that was there was friends. It took place in Western Massachusetts in Worcester at the Palladium, mm. which is kind of my stomping grounds. And also just a lot of the people that were involved with the fest were from that area. So it was like a big family reunion for metalheads. It was awesome. Okay, so since we're on the topic of music, you know, I'm a man who enjoys a good newspaper. And I saw a headline today that read... The band NSYNC is considering a reunion tour. Now, Jackie, we know how you feel about metal, but when it comes to NSYNC and boy bands, does it move the needle at all for you? I really am not saying it to sound cool. I never cared about that shit. <laughs> I had a really good girlfriend who had every member of NSYNC, like a life-size poster of each member, lining the walls of her bedroom. And I remember even back then just thinking it was pure cult dumb insanity. <laughs> We have officially reached the Halloween season being, what, two weeks away from the month of October now. What are three things that you either like to do or you'd suggest others to do if they're looking to capture that Halloween spirit this season? <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm pretty dark all year round, but I <laughs> oh. do like, yeah, I'm a big history nerd. So I, I know that, you know, you probably noticed I'm into stuff like, I don't know, checking out old historical buildings or cemeteries, anything that seems like it might have a dead energy to it or a long gone energy, something you can really feel. I always think that's something cool to do during spooky season or just like the plethora of haunted houses and like haunted trails you can go on, especially in the East Coast. That stuff is so much fun. I never get sick of it. I love like the feeling of being scared. Yeah. And I don't know if you live on either the far East or far West Coast, you should totally go to Universal Studios. I haven't checked out what um, mazes they have this year. I do remember them kind of like getting lamer and lamer as the years went on, but they usually have one or two that are pretty cool and worth going for. No, I totally see what you're saying with the whole dead energy thing. I, too, enjoy it so much that oftentimes I'll find myself watching some YouTube videos of abandoned places, this, that, and the other, you know? Yeah, they usually have some pretty fascinating history behind them. Like, there's either reasons why those places still stand or why they are neglected. Um, not long ago, I did a little bit of research on the Trenton Psychiatric Hospital because it's sort of near my house in New Jersey. And I, you know, every time I drove by the place, I was like, it's so creepy looking. It's all brick. There's boarded up windows, but it's clearly still in use. You know, I'm fascinated what's going on with this. And it turns out that the place is totally haunted. There was uh, a guy who I think it was founded in like 1908 or something. And then by 1930, this guy took over who happens to have the same birthday as me, go figure. Mm -hmm. And 
he was into this thing called, um, I believe, biological psychology. And basically, he believed that if somebody was mentally ill, they had like a disease or some part of their body that was infected. And so he was notorious for removing body parts. Um, especially teeth like there was really something about Ugh. and supposedly he had like an 80 percent or 90 percent rate of good like it worked 80 or 90 percent of these patients but then there was some high percentage of patients that were obviously dying all the time so this guy kept doing this at this hospital i think up until the 60s they were still removing teeth there i thought that was pretty crazy but you hear me nerd out over it i love learning about the history of these old places well yeah and especially since you live so close you know it's like your own little personal slice of heaven in new jersey yeah especially on the east coast i mean this isn't exactly an old country as far as the white people's history here but well i mean most of the real significant american history took place on the east coast you know so yeah i can totally see it yeah exactly as far as history goes we've got it here in new england jackie dusa is my guest and we'll be right back after this brief time out on massacre radio in the beginning there was vhs and beta then dvd and now in the 21st century Thanks to the advent of modern technology, we have streaming. With thousands of titles all at your fingertips, sometimes it's hard to find something even halfway decent to watch. But it doesn't have to be. Introducing SubGenius.tv, the only streaming service you need with hundreds of hand-picked titles at your convenience. Titles like The Pink Ladies, Corruption, and Night Terror. You'll never run out of interesting cinema to consume at home ever again. SubGenius.tv has it all, and then some. Besides, who has the space to store physical media anyway? Streaming is the future, and SubGenius.tv is here to pave the way. Don't be a coward. Sign up today with plans starting at $5.83 per month. SubGenius.tv. Don't make us tell you again. This is Massacre Radio on WKMA. Lapping the competition by a country mile, and then some. Can anyone tell me what the hell a country mile is anyway? If it's anything like the metric system, I'm not interested. Anyway, we're back here on Massacre Radio with my guest. I'm joined by Jackie Dusa. We had talked about your Instagram account. You're a great follow, by the way, but I noticed you recently took a trip to a cemetery. What was that all about? Oh, yeah. Um, Tommy and I went to a cemetery that was pretty prolific. It had like Benjamin Franklin in it and stuff like that when we were in, I think, Philadelphia. So that was pretty interesting to just, you know, again, see some U.S. history stuff. But I think the coolest stuff for me has been when I've had the rare chance to get out of the country and see like foreign cemeteries. I just think that they're, again, so much older a lot of the time than what we have going on here. The artwork involved with some of these stones, like when I was in Germany not long ago, I, I asked a couple people, like, is this a thing here where you guys almost create works of art for cemetery stones? And I know we, you know, quote unquote, do that here, too. But this was completely different. It was like walking through a, a modern art museum and everything was filled with these big, beautiful gardens. There were uh, watering cans hanging everywhere, dozens of people in there tending to the graves. It was like a community. And I just found that so cool. And yeah, you know, the older, the better. So I, I really found some of those European cemeteries to be awesome. You're totally right, because along those same lines, I was in Belize earlier this year with my old lady, and I noticed that they bury their dead above ground in very stylized coffins and tombs, intricate designs and colors, you know, the whole bit. It was really cool, actually. Yeah, that's so interesting. I, I think the contrast between how we handle it here versus other places is really cool and, you know, kind of makes America even more depressing. 
<laughs> so my second question about cemeteries is movie related. What in your estimation is the best or your favorite movie scene that takes place in a cemetery? I know what my answer is. Oh, I kick ass for the Lord. But what say you, Jackie? I mean, I think coming to get you, Barbara, is pretty <laughs> like Night of the Living Dead like freaked the hell out of me when I was a kid. I don't really know exactly why. I think part of it was because it was in black and white. And so there was this like darkness to certain areas where I was really expecting to see detail and it just totally scared the crap out of me. I remember my dad always saying that to my mom, like, coming to get you, Barbara, and she would absolutely lose it. So that, for me, is definitely a classic cemetery moment that, you know, I, I think of all the time. Turning our attention to current events here, uh, Jackie, an $80 million F-35 jet has gone missing, and officials are asking upon the public to help them find it. So my question is, generally speaking, of course, where's the first place you'd look to find a missing F-35 jet? Um, well, you got to ask the aliens, and you got to <laughs> ask the government. I don't oh. think either of them are going to give you an answer. <laughs> That's interesting you mentioned the aliens because that actually ties into my next question. The congressional hearing on aliens in Mexico where they unveiled what they said were real, actual, mummified aliens that were recovered in Peru some 1,000 years ago. Jackie, did you see this, and what do you make of these so-called Peruvian aliens? I did see that, and I, I should know more about it. I should have read more about it. I haven't yet, but I've seen the pictures that are, like, viral on the Internet right now, basically. Well, what's the end game here? I mean, they're showcasing these aliens. they got to have something in mind, right? It's hard for me to... I have the same opinion as you, where it's like you look at them and they just look so quintessential, like what we've seen in all the movies. But it's like, well, where did that come from? I don't know. Maybe there's truth to that. I really don't know what to expect. I think in some ways, Mexico, it was Mexico, right, that unveiled yeah. this. I think they sometimes like to kind of piggyback off of the news of the United States. And I don't know how to describe it, but for lack of a better term, like get some attention on themselves. And with the United States now, you know, admitting that there's aliens and UFOs and all this crap, it's like, well, maybe they're just doing it to get in the limelight, too. You know, but I, I mostly what I find hilarious is I keep seeing this meme of like the alien being cut open and it's a cake. And I'm like, that's that's a little more accurate of how I felt looking at it. And now every time I see the picture, it makes me want cake. If we're being honest with each other, and I think we are, there's never really a bad time for cake, even if it is shaped like an alien with a chest that looks like a dusty McRib. Yeah, I mean, I'm a semi conspiracy theorist, not. And of course, I think it's like if, if this is really how it's going to go, it's like probably a distraction because some other bullshit's about to go down. <laughs> Just from what I've seen in the past, you know, the whole COVID thing was a little crazy. So anytime something like this happens, all I can think is, hmm, what's actually going on? That's important that we're supposed to be paying attention to, not the submarine thing, you know? So let's return our focus to Masker Video, okay? What can the good folks look forward to in the coming weeks and months as it pertains to Massacre Video? Anything you care to clue us in on, Jackie? Well, I'm not going to say anything specific, but I will say some things that everybody's been begging for for maybe a while now are finally going to be coming down the pipeline. And we're going to have some special editions and some Blu-rays of stuff that we know that people are already excited for. So that being said, everybody can look forward to the next couple months because things are finally dropping. I know by proxy of being at Horror Hound, which release we kept getting asked about the most. And yeah, by the way, where were you at Horror Hound? It would have been cool to get the whole gang together. I know. I wanted to go so bad, and Lewis and I were talking about it when it first came about, but I can't remember. Oh, I was in Germany. I was like, 
like, unfortunately, I actually won't be in the country and there's no way for me to control this. So I had to miss out. But I'm really bummed about that. And I hope that there's another opportunity for us to all get together as a little gang at a uh, fest coming up. Yeah, well, you know, anytime you can congregate and spread the gospel of Massacre Radio and rub elbows with the other industry types, that's a good time. Yeah, it looked like you guys had a fun time. And I loved watching the videos you made when you were there. It looked like silly and just fun. And I really, really would like to do one with you guys in the future. Yeah, you just got to keep the atmosphere loose, you know? <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Dusa has been my guest. She is a freelance writer and content creator with Masker Video. Jackie, once again, I ask you, if someone would like to reach you on social media, how can they go about doing so? Thank you so much for having me. And it's Lilith underscore Costa. I'm a big Franz Costa fan, especially if you like cemeteries. <laughs> okay, let me write this down. So next time, I don't have to keep asking. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much for your time today. We will absolutely do it a third time. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Massacre Radio. Buckle up, because it's time for some more Who's That Grandpa? And welcome back to Who's That Grandpa? Now, last we left you, we played a clip from our guest, Ray, who claims she has a very famous and well-known grandpa from an 80s band. Now, I hope everyone jotted down their answers for submission to see who really knows who that grandpa is. So tell me, I'm dying to know, who is that grandpa? My biological grandfather is Lux Interior of the Cramps. A lot of people are like, you're making that up because I've never heard of that. Like a lot of the fans of the Cramps are like, I've never heard of that. It's difficult to try to explain yourself when you've literally held these man's paintings in your hands of who your biological grandfather is. People still say that you're making that up. Like, I guess it's, a, it's of, of my imagination, but. And this concludes the exciting first installment of Who's That? Grandpa! Join me next time as, yep, you guessed it, we try to figure out another grandpa. Massacre Radio. Hey, thanks to all my guests for joining me today. Jackie Dusa and Ray, who says Lux Interior of the Cramps is her grandpa. And hey, I believe her, which is why I wanted to have her on in the first place. And if you'd like to hear more of my conversation with Ray, check out my Twitter, at MembersOnlyDave, all one word spelled the exact same way it sounds, to get the full inside scoop. And hey, don't forget to tell us how we did on the Massacre Radio hotline, which is 440-941-8585. Put this in your phone, 440-941-8585. Call or text anytime. It's 24-7, just the way we like it. Anyway, as always, I've been your host, Members Only Dave, and I'll talk at you next week.